All right, Joe, it's our final episode of these 10 rules of war. We've made it through uh, nine episodes talking about uh, and training guys and how to fight back against sinful passions in their lives. And uh, by this time, I assume everybody's seen complete victory over every sin in their life, right? Hasn't that been true for you, Joe? Aren't you just totally free? It's amazing. Yeah, just just all all evaporated in nine weeks. Yeah. Uh, not to make, you know, not to be light of it, but at the same time, it's like, I, w- I do want us to realize we said this time and time again, hey, uh, this is a long uh, battle. This is, we're not going to solve this over nine episodes, 10 episodes, even after this one. Uh, but uh, I hope guys have begun to see that there are ways that they can indeed fight right. back. Uh, what I want us to do in this episode is actually, um, as opposed to saying, okay, this is the 10th and final rule, and this is going to bring everything into culmination. I want us to take a step back and say, is there any way that we can maybe simplify, get rid of some of the complexity in this battle against sin? Because here's some of the issue. I'll, I'll speak for myself personally. Here we are on episode 10. And if you asked me right now, Joe, to list the <laughs> other nine rules of war, I'm going to struggle. I can come up with some of them, you know, have a zero tolerance attitude, be all in, play good offense, play good defense. I, I can get four or five, but I don't know them all, right? They're, they're not memorized in my head. Uh, yet, I do want to fight back against sin, all right? So I have that passion. I have that desire. Uh, but is there, I think there's probably a better way, I hate to say better, is there a way that we can maybe get rid of some of the complexity of saying, guys, you need to remember all these today, right now, if you want to start fighting sin, is there just a a simple method we can give guys, hey, let's do this and start there? I think we can. Uh, and we don't want to be simplistic. We want to keep things simple enough for guys to be able to benefit. So, uh, so Evan, what if I could give you four words? And if basically, if we're generous, these four words rhymed. I mean, I think oh. that's that's at the level where I think guys like us can actually remember. And so that's what we're going to do with guys. We're going to, you know, we want them to to think. Okay, we're stepping away from the trees. We're going to look at the forest. And when you look at the forest, you may not be able to remember all the rules, but if you can remember these four four words. They're going to help you organize your thoughts, um, have the right attitude, and be able to really fight against sin. And so uh, these words, it's uh, detect, reflect, reject, and accept. I think if guys would sit down and say those five times out loud, by the end of it, they're probably thinking, okay, I can remember these labels. That's good. All right. Four words. And they, man, that's impressive that you made them pretty much rhyme. I mean, I, I may be able to remember this. <laughs> so detect, reflect, reject, accept. All right. So let's walk through them. Uh, Cause here's what I have in my mind pictured right now, Joe. Uh, I got in my mind, a guy that's listening to this podcast and his commute on his way to work. All right. And he's sitting there thinking, uh, what can I do in this 20 minute drive, 30 minute drive, whatever it is on my way to work to begin to fight back against sin. So I want to have that guy aimed. I want to, I want to aim at that guy. I want to have him in mind as we think about these four words. So let's start by walking through. You said first word detect. Tell me what we mean by detect. Okay. Uh, this may sound so basic. It doesn't need to be said, but actually this is where a lot of guys stumble. And Step one is just being able to actually detect when sin is moving in our hearts. And I want guys to, to picture, uh, you know, picture you're in a combat situation. Um, 
But let's not even say it's a combat situation where you're up against an enemy and you know that the enemies are hiding out in the uh, the bushes and you can't see them. Let's think of a terrorist situation where you don't even know who the enemy is. Like they are somewhere in the city. They're lurking about, but they look like everyday citizens. They're not wearing a uniform. And uh, that's what we need to think about with sin. And so, you know, step one is just beginning to be able to detect, okay, what is the enemy? And when do I feel the movement of that enemy within my own heart? And so part of what we've done in these episodes is not just talk about rules of war, but help guys think about particular sinful passions. You know, we've covered things like lust and envy and, um, and anger and, uh, you know, gluttony. And, and these are things that they're too important to remain ignorant of. I realize most guys aren't sitting around trying to think of a definition of, say, greed. However, if there was a terrorist who you knew was stalking your family, you'd probably find out whatever information you could about that, uh, that, that individual. And so these sinful passions, they're stalking us. Um, they mm-hmm. corrupt better men than we are. And so it's really worth our time, first of all, getting a good grasp. What are these deadly passions? And then if you're picturing that guy in the car, you know, again, may- maybe he's just driving along, um, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, that thought comes into his mind that somebody got promoted yesterday. Mm. It wasn't him. He's still angry. He's still envious. Most days of the week, he would just keep driving and not even pay attention and just crank up the radio. But actually today, he actually takes stock and realizes, wait, there's something in my heart, this envy. I'm sad because something good happened to somebody else. Okay, that's the enemy. I don't want this to gain a foothold. And so just detecting it, you know, that's, that's a critical step in this process. I like that. And I like, especially part of that, that I think is helpful for guys. Think about this guy on his commute to work is that you just put a name to that sin and, and there's power in even just naming it saying I'm feeling envy right now because of that other guy that got that promotion. I think that's a great first step for guys. Okay. As you're on your commute to work, you're some guy cuts you off and you're, you know, you're yelling or whatever to, I just got angry. Okay. That's a simple, okay. But to name anger coming out of me or, Hey, uh, I got, I'm listening to the news. These idiots in office, they're driving me nuts. Uh, If you can nail down, say, I have pride because I think I'm probably better than them. I can, you know, could, could run this better. So to even just, is that what you mean? Part of detection is just being able to name this is what's going on right now in me and in my heart. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a, there's something journalists do. It's called a label libel rule. Hmm. And uh, what they know is if you can just label somebody, you know, automatically people are going to feel something toward that person. So for example, uh, I'm not going to you know pick politics today, but if you call someone a liberal or if you call someone a conservative, uh, that for half the people in the world, they're going to automatically be upset and think, I don't like that other person based off that label. And the same thing happens. It's effective for sin. As soon as you call that feeling envy mm. or that's gluttony or that's lust, it's like the color changes and you realize I can't just countenance and accept this thing. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Labeling it will change your perspective of it. All right. So we're first going to label, we're going to detect that sin, label it next. We got detect, reflect. Tell me what that is. Yeah. So, uh, it doesn't really do any good to uh, you know, just detect an enemy if you mm-hmm. stop there. It's like, oh, there's the terrorist. Um, he's carrying a suitcase. I'm just going to watch and see what happens. Um, <laughs> so we've got to move on. And uh, 
you know, this second step, you know, reflecting, if we're going to fight in any way that's constructive, we've got to understand something of, of the tactics and the strategy of that enemy that mm. we're facing. And so there are, there are certain things that fuel sinful passions. And so what we're trying to do when we reflect is now that we see, okay, I have this, I'm infected by this, this passion. Mm. We've got to actually pause and think about, well, where's it coming from? And what's the stuff in my life that might be feeding um, this sinful passion? And, you know, it could be a variety of things. Um, one of the things that's really important is to be able to detect the way lies feed sin. Mm. So, um, for example, if, if you don't believe that God has a good plan for your life, mm. then you're going to succumb to envy a lot quicker than somebody who really believes that, okay, God maybe hasn't chosen what I would have chosen for myself, but he knows better than me. And I can mm. trust him. And mm. so to say he doesn't have a good plan, that's a lie. You know, that's a lie that's going to feed a sin within my heart. And so, you know, whether it's lies, something else that often feeds sin is a uh, pain. Mm. Let's be honest. I mean, some of the sin we're dealing with goes way back. And so, uh, you know, if, if guys have deep scars from their past, if they've been abused or if they've not been loved, you know, by their fathers, you know, this can really affect things like anger, even things like lust. I mean, guys trying to cover uh, wounds that need to heal. And so if there's something that's resurfacing, um, how is sin maybe feeding off undealt with pride or uh, um, uh, pain? Mm. And I'll just throw one more thing. Um, just thinking about the scripts, the unconscious scripts in our life, yeah. you know, that, that again, this can feed. So you think of something like vanity, another one that we've talked about. Um, we can set ourselves up, you know, we can every day, you know, uh, go look in the mirror and whether we love what we see or not, take off the shirt and stare at ourselves for like, you know, 90 seconds. That may not really help vanity or just to go on social media and see, you know, how many people have responded to my posts. I mean, there are certain <laughs> practices we can do that it's not going to feed anything good in our heart, only something that's bad. And so, you know, we got to stop, reflect, ask the question. I can see the passion. What is it that's really feeding that passion? And we've got to get down to that level where we can fight sin, not just the surface, but the depth of it. That's good. So part of what I hear you saying there is that this reflecting, this is bringing some clarity and, and maybe even making that, um, that labeling of a sin a little more accurate and honing in on it. So not just saying, um, okay, you know, on my way to work, I'm just listening to whatever's on the radio or just trash or, you know, whatever other podcast that may, I may find entertaining. And maybe you get to the point where you're saying, you know, is that sloth in my life? Maybe you can point to and say that, but then you're saying we need clarity and accuracy to dig down and say, you know what? I think that if I dig down even further, I'm just bored with God. I am not enamored in all with God and I'm not filling my mind with the things of God. And so to see that, so you're looking for clarity, accuracy, honing in on that sense saying, oh, you know, I felt envy or pride towards coworker, you know, we just got a promotion. Well, what's underneath that? Let me yeah. uh, reflect on that. What else is feeding in my life? Do I have pain from my past? Is there, you know, am I mimicking stuff uh, that, that, I grew up with, whatever it may be. So that's what we're talking about. We detect it, we reflect, go deeper, get clarity and accuracy through that. Yeah. And guys may be surprised what they uncover. So take something like anger. Um, you know, one guy is just really irritable, uh, constantly, you know, getting upset with his kids. Honestly, he might dig down and just realize he's exhausted. He's trying to do too much. Hmm. He needs better sleep. He needs to exercise that all of this would really help him 
be less irritable. You know, somebody else might dig down and realize, no, there's, there's this idol of pride. Like I am trying to control my life and anything that gets in the way of my ego, I just want to run it over um, and make it roadkill. And so, I mean, honestly, like, you know, it's a complicated battle and it's different for each guy. And that's why, you know, you've got to reflect on your heart and figure out what's the temptation, what's the passion, how's it getting fed? Because uh, it's up to us to, with the grace of God and by the power of the Holy Spirit to deal with the sin that's in our heart. Nobody else is in the exact same position as uh, any other guy. Yeah, that's great. I can't, I can't do your reflecting for you, Joe. I can, I can detect maybe some of your sin, but, uh, but you only know everything about you and all that's inside and all the feeding factors. So that's great. Yeah. So, all right, let's detect, reflect, and then we're going to reject, right? That's the, the next one. Yeah. You got to actually, so you can't just be passive, right? Um, mm. And we've got to recognize, I mean, I mean, if, if you were just to dig to the core of sin and say, what is it? And, hmm. and what it is, is, you know, it's misdirected love. It's either loving, desiring something that isn't for us, or it's having a disordered heart where you are putting things in the wrong order. Hmm. And uh, the great challenge, I mean, the great challenge of fighting sin is actually seeing sin for what it is saying, I don't want that, actually getting to the place where we hate the sin and where we actually love what's holy. And that's not an easy place to get to. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, for example, um, let's just take something like, you know, if we're really gripped with success and we we figured out that beneath the envy um, and, you know, beneath the vanity and beneath the pride, I just have this idol of success. (laughs) Well, deep down, the reason I have this idol is because I want success. I want it so badly. If I had success, I'd be happy. And so how do you break this spell where you're convinced if I only had more success, I would be a happy, fulfilled human being? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that takes a little bit of work. This is this process of rejecting. And I think there's a few things guys have to do. One is they've got to really ask themselves the question, if God handed me over to this sinful passion, if he said, okay, let's let it have dominion over your life. And now you're its subject. Let yourself imaginatively follow that trajectory and see if it's appealing. And I think if a guy's honest, I mean, if, if you got everything you wanted from your sinful passion, if you think down that path, you're going to reach a place where you realize that would make me miserable. Mm. It wouldn't make me happy. And so you reach that place. Okay. You're breaking the spell of that sin. And simultaneously, what you also want to be doing is you want to be seeing the beauty of holiness. What is it that God actually wants for you? And seeing that picture of the man that God wants you to be and actually saying, oh, if I can get to this place where I would love to be that guy, not the one that I think I want to be, what then happens, here's the thing, guys have to recognize this next step. It's not as if automatically the heart's going to switch because you actually need the grace of God. But what this will prepare you for is for deep repentance, Mm -hmm. where you can actually come before the Lord and say, you know, Father, my heart is in the grip of a sinful passion. Um, I can see the danger of the passion. I can see the shame of this sin. I don't want this sin. Um, I want something else. I want to be the man you want me to be. Mm. Would you give me this grace? And so in this moment, we repent. And in that place of weakness, you know, we cry out for mercy. And that's, that's the mm. critical place of fighting sin. 
but it doesn't just happen automatically. Repentance isn't nearly as easy as a lot of guys think it is. And that's why we've got to get to this place where we're, we're fighting to want to reject the sin and to want to be before the Lord broken, receiving his grace. That's great. Because that, yeah, that uh, I think distinguishes it from just some good counseling advice, which those first two steps certainly are. This is, yeah, we cannot do this without God. And there's a bigger purpose here. It's not just, Hey, recognize what's going on in your life, reflect on it, find the deeper roots. But now we've got to actually repentance, Joe, you know, like this is, this is a big deal, right? We've got to bring this before God and see how disgusting sin really is. I think that, you know, you think about that guy that's on his way to work and he's thinking about his boss that uh, he thinks is an idiot because he doesn't know what he's doing. And, uh, you know, if he can take the time to detect and see, oh, maybe I got pride. Maybe that's my pride speaking because I think I'm better than him. If he can dig down a little deeper, probably what he'll discover is he has that attitude towards everyone in his life. And ultimately what he discovers is a root of, I think I should be God. You know, that's that's really probably way down there. Uh, But to get to that step now of saying, Gosh, how ugly is that? How how detestable is that? And to draw in then to repentance towards God uh, in this. So that's that's excellent. All right. So detect, reflect, reject. What's next? We got to accept. So you know the Christian life is lived lived by promises, um, Mm -hmm. things that that we hold as true because of what God has said, even though we may not see any visible evidence. And uh, so we can't just be in that place of uh, brokenness. What we also as believers want to do is grab hold of the promise of God that our sins are forgiven us in the Mm. Lord Jesus Christ, that there's no condemnation uh, for those who are in Christ, Um, that we've been pardoned and that God is faithful, that God is going to finish the work that he's begun in our life. And so this is what buffers us from just being, you know, pummeled by Satan with accusations that would just lead us into uh, guilt and despair is um, in that brokenness. Although, you know, we know we're failing personally, we look and recognize that our status before God is determined by who Jesus is mm-hmm. and our life is found in him. And so, you know, we've got to accept what's true of us in Christ. However, we don't stop there. Accepting means one thing more. We also accept that the gospel calls us into a life of faithful discipleship. Mm-hmm. And so what we also do is we step out in faith and grabbing hold of these promises, we do all the things that the Bible is telling us to do to fight sin, even though we might feel like we're failing in and of ourselves. And so that means all these things that we've talked about, you know, good offense, good defense, you know, being all in, you know, uh, thinking about the kind of habits. We just keep plodding forward in obedience, trusting in the grace of God that over time he's you know, he's got skin in the game and uh, he'll, he'll deliver us, not just from the penalty, but from the power in his own time. And so we just be faithful to the word he's given us. Mm, that's good. It's funny that uh, as you were saying that you brought up some of the other rules of war, because that's immediately what came to my mind when you started talking about this step, because uh, I felt like you were explaining early on that, that change in kingdoms ultimately right. is, you know, when you come to this place of accepting those gospel truths, when we can get to that point, man, it's realizing the kingdom we're now part of and uh, seeing that and living that out then saying, okay, let's live as if we're part of that. What I would say now, okay, help me out with this guy that's on the commute. So he has detected and he's rejected and repented on his way to work. What would uh, an, an acceptance step look like for this guy? 
Yeah. Uh, so again, if he's in this spot where he's, um, you know, he he's in, in a, that place of repentance, I think really I would point guys to Romans six mm. uh, because there are several things outlined in that chapter, many of which we've picked out. But, you know, Paul says, reckon yourself dead to sin and alive to God in Christ yeah. Jesus. So, yeah. you know, just remind yourself, okay, I've died to sin. I'm now alive in Christ, but don't stop there. So then there's other things that the sort of verses that we've, we've looked at to, to wield our, uh, our members as weapons of righteousness. And so, okay, again, we've got to, through, through everyday practices, think about how do I reshape my mind mm. so that actually um, I'm in a position to fight against sin. So, you know, if it's something like envy, what does it mean to shift my worldview from thinking that it, life is a zero sum game mm. and uh, there's winners and there's losers. And for anybody else to win makes me a bigger loser. How do I get a gospel framework where God can bless everybody, you know, <laughs> and the more Christ is exalted, the more glory, the more glorious it is for everybody involved. But, you know, yeah. that doesn't happen automatically. No, That's not going to yeah. happen in 20 minutes, but right. you can begin to think about, you know, using that time in your daily commute to meditate yeah. on scripture, to, to, to listen to good audiobooks, to, to yes. do things that'll shift your thinking that over time could have, you know, big, big results. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's those kinds of, you know, slow, uh, slow steps that I think over time can begin to shift how we think and feel. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. You pointed out slow steps, long, long periods of time. Uh, but yeah, even in that, that commute, that guy, like you said, meditating on scripture, that's a great way to come to accept those gospel truths and move forward. Uh, the guy that's struggling listening to the news or podcasts or stuff that are feeding sloth that are feeding pride, I mean, sing songs of worship to God. Like if you're the kind of guy that's struggling with pride so much that you think you should be God and you think you're better than your boss and everyone else, why don't you uh, sing a song of reflection of how great the God is that you serve? You know, yeah. uh, these are places of accepting your place in the world. Um, or even just, man, you're on a commute, call somebody, you know, if you're, you're, you're in a place where you're struggling with sin and maybe it's got feeding off of past pains and stuff, man, a great next step is call somebody, talk to, talk to somebody about it on your way to work. It's way better than festering in it or Absolutely. ignoring it and just pretending it'll just go away or it's not a big deal. Uh, so those, those are some great steps. So, all right, we've done detect, reflect, reject, accept. So we, we made it. We made it through. Any other final advice for guys? Yeah, no, just encourage guys. Uh, like we said earlier, you probably won't memorize 10 rules, um, <laughs> but you probably can memorize four words that rhyme. And mm. so, you know, let these, you know, on your commute, think about these four words, actually take some time, ask yeah. yourself, what does it mean to detect? What does it mean to reflect? And so on. Mm -hmm. And if your mind goes blank, listen to this episode again. Listen to it enough to where you actually feel like you've got a framework that's useful that you can actually carry into the battle because this isn't just theory. You know, this isn't just uh, something that um, is interesting. This is something that is actually it's a vital significance. And so we've got to have a framework. If we if you step out of this podcast series and don't have a framework to fight sin, um, then then you know the time's been wasted. Yeah, and I want to say too, uh, part of this is uh, just the the detailed part of me that has to wrap things up perfectly. I am going to give a tenth rule, Warl. Absolutely, <laughs> we said we would, so I'm going to do it. But it, it's going to fit in. So here's the thing, guys. A uh, part of fighting sin, I think one of these rules that we have to step into the battle with is never give up. I think I said a few times, and just to, as we've talked today, 
I've used that word simplify. That's probably a terrible word to use when we talk about fighting sin, right? There's no way to like simplify this battle because <laughs> the truth is this is hard and a long battle. Uh, so the key here, one of the rules for fighting this world war is to say, guys, don't give up. You're not going to solve this in your commute to work. Never, never give up. So give me just your own thoughts there, Joe, to kind of wrap things up for guys and give them the, the motivation they need to continue going on this, this battle against sin. Yeah, well, I would point guys another verse in Romans six, and it's a fantastic one. Is uh, Paul says, "Sin shall not have dominion over you," mm. and uh, that's a promise. That's like a statement. It's not kind of optimistic, wishful thinking. And so, the good news is that when the dust settles, we won't be calculating points. It's not going to be like that boxing match where you're thinking, "Okay, did did you know?" <laughs> my guy win or not, uh, when the dust settles, I mean, Jesus is victorious and yeah. uh, we will stand with him in victory. So, you know, let that vision, let that promise, let that hope just, you know, compel you forward, whatever you're feeling, no matter how many times you get knocked down on the mat, um, you know, be like Rocky Balboa, you know, just keep getting up, just keep getting up. And, uh, you know, whereas that's a movie, this is real life. Yeah. You know, we're going to, we're going to be winners with Christ because he's already won. So he's already got the victory and he's going to carry that victory into our life. And so that, that, that can give us great encouragement when we feel despair. Yeah. I, what I hear there is for guys that are fighting sin, uh, prior defeat does not predict future success, right? This is success. The victory is granted. So these defeats, because look, we all stand here as guys that have failed in this battle against sin. And there is defeat even to come, but the victory ultimately, the, the just prior defeats, just because you have failed doesn't mean you always will. So never, ever give up. Keep moving forward, knowing the victory is promised. Sin will have no dominion over you. These are true promises that we can rest in. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. All right. Well, we did it. We made it through 10 rolls of war for uh, fighting against sin. And guys, I hope you've been, uh, enjoyed this. I hope this has been helpful for you. Our aim is to train men in spiritual fitness. And as part of that, we don't want to ignore sin and the power that sin can have and the stronghold it can take over guys' lives. So we refuse to just ignore that and pretend it doesn't exist. We wanted to go there for a period of time. If you are looking for more information on how to fight back against sin. We do have, uh, we have Joe's book that you can go and grab, uh, Surviving the Trenches. Uh, we also have, if you go to survivingthetrenches.men, you will see even more resources available there, including a 10-week uh, guide that you can do with your band of brothers to fight together alongside one another, a lot of which walks you through Romans. If you've listened to this whole series, you've heard a lot from Romans. Well, you can go and memorize now. This We're setting you up to memorize some of this stuff. So uh, y'all go check that out. I uh, hope you find that helpful. And then we're going to come back in another few weeks with a whole new season and a whole new topic uh, as part of Cross Training Ministries. <laughs>